Hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. Today is an exciting day, and I'm going to take a minute to sort of pimp my shit. We have finally gotten word back from Audible that the sexy librarian's big book of erotica is officially available to download. I am so excited. In fact, it has been on the bestseller list all day today. So yay us. I'm really, really, it's the biggest project that we have done. Um, Big Daddy's over there nodding. This audiobook is 11 hours long. So the biggest one we've done up until this book, uh, the, the longest hours that they've run were eight hours. So I think a couple more hours is kind of rad. So I would like to encourage you to continue supporting the Kiss Me Quicks podcast. You guys already know, the longtime Lurid listeners out there already know that when you guys purchase the audiobooks that I narrate and that Big Daddy produces, um, the money goes directly back into this show. Uh, without your guys' support, we would have no lights and no microphone. So we do definitely appreciate um, all the support that we get from you guys, all of the sexy comments that you guys leave, all of the fabulous five-star reviews that you guys leave for the podcast in iTunes. We greatly appreciate that. Um, that it's like an immediate uh, connect that we get with you guys. And, of course, the the many, many emails that you guys send in, those personal uh, messages. I, I really love reading those. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and to continue your guys' support, we've got the latest and greatest project out, The Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica is now available in the audiobook format. And holy crap, it's pretty amazing. Um, I worked with many, many amazing authors in this project. Um, I've, I've even gotten to talk with them. I interviewed them over at the Sexy Librarian blogcast. Uh, and that was a, a roller coaster uh, for me. That was such, I, I, I greatly loved that adventure. Um, so if you guys have not subscribed to the Sexy Librarian blogcast, it's also available in iTunes. So you guys head over there. Subscription is free. I also post a ton of uh, photos and articles and things. All of it's free, just like the Kiss Me Quick podcast here. Support that we get, all the money we earn from audiobooks. That's that's where it's at for us. So that's kind of why we're we're doing a little push uh, for this this great project that we finally, finally completed. Um, so this time we're going to kind of do things a little differently. Big Daddy and I talked about this for a long time because this project is so, it, it means so much to us to finally get it out to you guys. Um, but what, what we usually do for audiobooks, like with Rachel Kramer Bustle stuff, is we release actual stories from that audiobook for you. Uh, but we're not doing that this time. This time, we're getting new material from the authors that are featured in this book. Um, I want, whenever you go to Audible and get your copy, I want it to all be brand new. I want you to get the full experience of what this sexy library is all about. The variety, the the context. I mean, everything that I do for the Kiss Me Quick podcast I made sure to do with this book and this audiobook. So I want all that to be brand spanking new for you. So all the stuff you guys are going to get for the promotion is going to be brand new material also. 
Um, also, you guys, it's been, again, it has been such an exciting adventure. Um, the Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica has gotten a lot of attention um, from its readers, its lured listeners that have bought the book because they also wanted to read it, to people like, let's say, Publishers Weekly. Um, I've actually gotten some really um, fantastic reviews and I wanted to to share those with you guys, uh, but I felt a little uh, funky reading them to you myself. It was a little too braggadocious for me, so uh, Big Daddy is going to go ahead and read them to you guys for me. Publishers Weekly named The Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica one of its top ten erotica books. And going on to say, this voracious volume is simply bursting at the binding with amorous archives and bibliophilic bliss. The popular literature blogger Delilah Knight said, From Greek myths to superheroes, to contemporary erotica to BDSM and beyond, Rose has pulled together an impressive collection. The Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica is the best erotica anthology of the year. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a bold statement right there, and I love it. Oh, I, I mean, oh my God, Publishers Freaking Weekly. I think it's technically just Publishers Weekly, but when it's in reference to something with my name on it, it's Publishers Freaking Weekly. That, I, I swear, I have been brought to tears more times in my life in just this past year than ever before. Um, and of course, the lovely Delilah Knight's wonderful words, naming it the best anthology of the year. So, hot damn. That's, that, makes me, that makes me feel good. And she's uh, spot on with that assessment, <laughs> just, just for the record. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys, I am ready. I am so ready to share with you another fabulous short, short story from Salome Wild, one of the fabulous and most amazingly talented erotica authors that I have come across. She's got two stories for you guys today that I am bringing to you. The first one is a very, very short um, kind of right up, it's it's right from her wheelhouse. It's basically, it's called Mothfuck. <laughs> and uh, it's about, what is that? Jo it's Mothra? Is that who it is? Mothra. Mothra. So <laughs> right in line with her Godzilla story, uh, right in line with her story that she put in the Sexy Librarian Big Book of Erotica, um, Moonshine Ballad. This story, it falls beautifully in her her sort of pansexual style of writing. And I'm really excited to bring it your guys' way. So it's, I think it's only a couple minutes. So sit tight, listen to it. Um, I want you guys to sit back, get cozy. I have got Mothfuck coming your way. Alone in the private theater of my deceptively commonplace bedroom, I commit monstrous acts. Imagine me there, switching on twin devices that nurture my strange and terrible fetish. The DVD player whirs into action as the vibrator hums. 
I take great care, for this form of self-pleasure demands more than two hours of commitment. The object of my desire will be slow in coming, so I must be as well. As the familiar theme music begins my adventure, I toy lightly with myself. The game of hide-and-seek begins in language I cannot understand, and I have turned off the subtitles with determined intent. My pussy is already wet as I buzz my outer labia to feel the distant thrill inside and out. I lay myself bare before my own desire for the forbidden. Desire so massive, it reaches beyond sense. Neither beauty nor beast, the flying fantasy of silk and terror approaches. The airborne monster has long invaded my waking dreams. She glides, hovers, and dips through my subconscious. Even when the DVD is off, I can see her, in technicolor, and out of the corner of my eye, in the depths of my otaku imagination. She is so vast, so wide, and so deep that my breath catches, and I am lost in desire. It is Mothra. Unearthly screech. My heated reverie is eternal, yet short-lived. It can't be to me the moth goddess calls, though I have thrown off satisfaction with the small and awakened to the grandeur of the gargantuan. The first time I beheld her, I was so entirely roused, I couldn't even eat my popcorn. Now, upon the dozenth screening... I shove a dildo inside me and press the vibrator to my clit when the film's climax approaches. I must shrink my longing down to a size that can contain it or I will be forever unfulfilled. Like withholding a sneeze, I have dallied and deluded myself by feigning fascination with flight. If only I could fly, I reason. The impossibility of being tongue-fucked by that curling proboscis, beaten off by those beating wings, would be so much less dangerous. I am a diddling fool, and I desire to be nothing more before her Toho beauty. I tense in every muscle and fiber, arching my back as she flies away. I come and come and come. I shudder and shake while the credits roll, praying silently, come to me, Kaiju, again and again. Let my dream of massive mothfuck never end. Okay, 
I don't know anybody else who could write a story about masturbating to Mothra uh, any better than Salome Wild. So, <laughs> Salome, I love you, girl. Oh my God. Ah, uh, Mothfuck. Oh yeah, bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Or who has an idea to write from the point of view, as in the sexy librarian, big book of erotica, of a, ma- a mason of, jar, a mason jar. <laughs> of moonshine? Who comes up with that? Salome Wild. That's who. <laughs> That's who, bitches? No. <laughs> um, you know, I think I feel like I should point out that I actually invited Salome Wilde specifically to write for the Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica. Um, and I think I like worded in the email to her, I said, I want your best, like the wildest, craziest that you can write. And I'm telling you, the woman held me to my word. And um, I, I got to talk to her a little bit about that. And, and here's, here's some of the things that she said. Yeah. So seriously, you've written like across. I think you've invented things to write about. I hope I have. I swear. I don't, I don't credit myself with that level of originality because everything comes from something. Okay. But I, I like no holds barred. Uh, take people at their word when they say, thrill us, take a risk. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, they put out calls for submission, and I like to try my hand at um, things that haven't been done or overdone before, at least. Right. Uh, you make it seem effortless. Oh. I swear. Like, and you just got back. Oh, that was such a fantastic interview. I, I really um, encourage you guys to head over to the Sexy Librarian blogcast. Go listen to the interview that I had with Salome Wild. She is amazing you guys will love to just listen to her talk and let me tell you the woman can talk (laughs) she's got a lot of great stuff to say though so i don't mind listening i know that salome wild had fun and i know you guys will have fun so go head over there right after you're done listening to this episode of course wait till the end and then go get that interview it's fun it's fun it's fun all right so i feel like also that i should i i don't express this enough that I sit in a pretty good position now at the Kiss Me Quicks. You know, I get to just ask people to write for the show. That I don't know how to really describe that other than it's really, really awesome. And when they, when these authors come through with the stories that they come through with, their the the creativity that these people have, it's it's really another one of those pinch me moments. Um, and I really cannot tell them. Thank you enough. You know, I don't get to go to their house and bring them a tin of cookies. I have to say it through an email or or leave them a voicemail or try to do it real quick during an interview. Um, so I, I just want to take a moment right now, um, while maybe a lot of them are listening, actually, um, to say thank you to all of these writers that that so willingly put their words in my hands um, and Big Daddy's hands. Uh, to get to your guys's ear, it, it means a lot to us. Um, you know, we try to keep everything the highest production that we can, the best narration that is possible from from my mouth. And um, you know, it doesn't work unless it's got a really good quality of writing. So I want to say thank you to all of those authors. Um, and you know, I've got a fabulous story here. The story by Salome Wild. It's titled. Suck it. And um, this one, this one got me. Uh, I, there, <laughs> there's a special place in my heart to a woman who can wear a strap on. Um, so this story 
Really? <laughs> it's been after our last interview <laughs> on the sexy librarian. There's a lot Especially of light that's been shed here. It's a power position. Um, you know, I'm all about the power, baby. Especially if anybody out there has read The Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica and read The Mating Chamber, you guys will know this already. I mean, of course they do. They listen to my stories that I put out there. Women are powerful. And Salome, she brings it, man. She knows it. She gets it. And she knows you guys like it, too. So, um, hey, I've got a fabulous story for you guys all lying. Sure. Hey, and if you've got a strap on nearby... Strap that damn thing on. Get your boy over there. You, you never know what could happen. All right, you guys. Here is Salome Wilde's Suck It. Go on, suck it, you commanded, in a voice that made my jaw drop. It was you, but with an aggressiveness I hadn't heard before, and a cock between your legs. I couldn't help but want to put a stop to the nonsense, to get you beneath me, clinging, begging me to fuck you, as you'd done so often and so earnestly for the three months we'd been seeing each other. We couldn't get enough since the fateful night that well-meaning friends fixed us up. We laughed in the afterglow of our first tryst at how neither of us wanted to meet someone. We were both too busy and too afraid of the horrors of blind dates. But the chemistry was there, and we knew it from the moment we met. From that night on, we'd been in bed every free night we had, even as we tried to fulfill what your friends called romantic comedy expectations, from dinners and movies to walks in the park. While we sincerely enjoyed each other's company, every attempt led, inexorably, to sex. And, frankly, that suited both of us just fine. There wasn't a location or position we weren't willing to try, which says a lot about how hungry our nights were as we busied our days with making our separate ways up the corporate ladder to the middle management positions we both enjoyed, if you could call monotonous 60-hour weeks a form of enjoyment. We were both pent-up loners, a bit out of shape, attractive enough in the right lighting, and thrilled to have found someone so amenable to a respectable fuck-buddy relationship. You welcomed my fingers and mouth and overjoyed cock and gave the best head I'd ever imagined. Now, less than a hundred days and maybe 30 fucks later, you'd suddenly threatened our cozy, horny little arrangement. Not with standard seriousness, like a mandate for cheery double dates or an invitation to move in together, but with a big purple dildo in a strap-on harness. And you weren't even demanding to fuck me with it. Most guys contemplate fucking another guy sooner or later, even straight-as-an-arrow guys like me. When we do, though, 
We're on top, and it's a good, hard, doggy-style banging. If there's any oral action, the random dude is sucking me off, not the other way around. That said, I had to admit to myself, as he wagged that silicone shaft in my face, that I might even have considered letting you give it to me. In my internet porn adventures, I'd read that enough lube and the right angle would blow my mind. But this? How could sucking a fake and rather large dildo thrusting upwards from black nylon webbing around your hips offer pleasure for either one of us? Really? I finally pondered aloud, balking, or at least wavering, and breaking the mood for the first time since we met and experienced our booty call kismet. Don't you want to taste my nice, juicy cock? You rejoined, shifting your approach from mandate to enticement. Damned if my dick didn't jump. I couldn't help but react at being spoken to that way, teased and tempted, even if the act still seemed purposeless. I want to get into that pretty pussy you're hiding, I confessed. You ran your fingers with their painted nails up and down the length of the toy. No pussy here. Just this sweet, hard man meat. Even you, talking dirty vixen that you were, couldn't pull that line off without a giveaway grin. Still, I couldn't take my eyes off the action. I ached to have those nimble digits on my member. But watching you work, even if on an inanimate object attached to your furry mound, was good. We stayed that way a while, both naked and still, you lying on your back in the middle of the bed, one hand behind your head and the other stroking, while I kneeled, erection jutting out and leaking pre-cum beside you. cursed silently. Damn, you looked hot. You'd coaxed me this far with your deft charms, calling to me from the bedroom as I was pouring us some wine in the kitchen, telling me you had a surprise for me, but I had to come to you nude to get it. The wine sat on the nightstand beside us, unsipped, just like the purple tower between your legs, your big surprise. I gaped as you tickled the slit in its smooth, mushroom head. And then I leaned in. Lick it, you purred, clearly not wanting to break the spell your caressing hand had cast over me. I bent further and pushed out my tongue. You tipped the cock until I touched it, felt its surprising warmth. My flesh was warmer, of course, but I had expected the toy to be cold, unpleasant. It wasn't. I licked the tip and then bent to lap up from mid-shaft over the jutting head and down the shallow slit. You released your grip and brought your hand to my cheek with a soft sigh. I knew you couldn't feel it, 
There couldn't even be pressure on your mound for my gentle, hesitant tonguing. But you liked it. And because you liked it, so did I. I opened my mouth wider and took the head in. Again, soft warmth, smooth surface, no hint of flavor to enjoy. And again, you sighed as your fingers slipped beneath my chin and cupped it. My untouched prick grew even harder. I was unaccustomed to stretching my mouth this way. It felt unnatural. Images of popsicles, bananas, and corn dogs flitted through my mind. Moving up and off, and then slowly down again, I knew this experience was nothing like eating even the most dick-like of foods. Though this was just a dildo, unattached and unfeeling, I had no desire to bite it. I felt a strange reverence for the object. So, I sucked more deeply which you rewarded instantly with deep, throaty breaths and a gentle but sure grip on my jaw. Soon, I faced the reality of my gag reflex. Swallowing down the unyielding rod, I choked and withdrew. I'm sorry, I muttered, and you whispered words of amused encouragement born of experience. Your eyes sparkled as mine watered, and I smiled and nodded my willingness to keep trying. We had learned over our short time together to work in tandem when you sucked me off. I grew more patient, fighting back the urge to thrust while you worked carefully and purposefully to take me down inch by slow inch. There was something of exquisite torture the first few times, but soon I craved every moment exactly as you gave it. Now, suddenly, I wanted to give the same to you. Recalling your methods as best I could, I felt your gaze on me as I licked my lips and began again. I suckled the head and you humped into me just a little, showing me your arousal and need. I dipped lower, widening my mouth, catching small breaths through my nose. That's good. How many times had I praised your efforts with the same words? I hummed my appreciation and felt your fingers in my hair. Without lifting off, I tilted my eyes to look up at you. You winked at me, and my cock leapt again, ever your obedient playmate. Holding my breath, I slowly made my way down, taking in more than I thought I could, as you needed my scalp. You began to rock your hips in a slow, shallow rhythm, 
and I labored to meet it without gagging again. I loved the way your ass looked and felt as you bucked into me each time I devoured your strong, sweet-smelling pussy. Thinking of it as I pleased you in this strange new way, I had to bring my hands to the rich curve of your hips to squeeze. I humped the air before me and felt my head brush bedspread as I sucked and slurped, delighted in the absurd wet sounds I made as I drooled and fought for breath. Your moans grew louder and more frantic in return. We were lost now, finding the perfect pace as we did whenever we came together to share our bodies without reserve. You whimpered my name, and it made me shudder. There was an urgency that met and clashed with our mutual awareness that release was impossible. I refused to yield to rational thought, determined to give all I could to whatever this was, for as long as you wanted it. I only relinquished the purple prize when you yanked me off by the hair and begged me to get you off before you combusted. With awkward desperation, you wrestled with the harness, unable to release the plastic buckles until I pushed your hands away and divested you of your phallic toy with nimble haste. As I took to my belly and dove into more familiar territory, I felt the small ache of my jaw as testament to my newfound skill. I proudly gorged myself on your soft, slick flesh and the perfect nub of your sensitive clit until you swelled and burst with a cry into my more than willing mouth. Before your quivering contractions had fully ceased, I sat up and took the purple dildo firmly in my hand and spoke to it. You've had your fun, I told it. Now it's my turn. I lay it gently on a pillow and you snickered, spreading your arms as widely as your thighs to welcome me and my extremely grateful cock. Lovely lady, come with me and we'll go down and get lost in the stacks. So sexy. Then open up your favorite book and show me how you like to relax. Baby, turn my page, I'm your sexual sage and you're so sexy. So sexy. And when you fall in love with me, baby, you lovely lurid listeners out there that was salome's suck it and uh i hope you're in the mood to get some now because that was an awesome story and i was whenever i was done narrating it so um thank you thank you salome wild for contributing your stories mothfuck and suck it and her story you guys moonshine ballad can be found in the sexy librarian's big book of erotica the audiobook available right now in Audible. Sign up. The book will be for free. If you are a member, it's less than 15 bucks. If you're not a member, it's a whopping 25. So get a membership, subscribe, and then kill it. <laughs> or use your credit. We still get paid. You know? Oh, yeah. Use the credits that you guys have. Uh, 
we still, we definitely, we still earn a little bit of, of, of cashola for that. So um, yes, any way you can get it, please do so through audible.com and iTunes. Um, and don't forget, you guys, let other people know how awesome this audiobook is by leaving your sexy reviews. We greatly appreciate it. Um, nothing, nothing works like, you know, the living proof. You guys leave your reviews and other people get to see it and it just, it just feeds on itself. So head on over to Audible and grab yourself a copy of Finally the Sexy Librarians. 11 hours. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like amazing. It's 11 hours of a complete library of erotica. The variety in this audiobook is insane. And you guys will love it. You will not be bored. Not one bit. <laughs> it's all different. All right, you guys. I do thank you so much for listening. Hey, Christmas is coming. It would make a great stocking stuffer, by the way. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Audible has a thing where you can gift it to people, even if they're not members. You know, they don't have to sign up for anything. They just got to give them their email. Uh, that's it. Yes. So, you know, that's a great Christmas gift. You know, hey, fellas, give it to your ladies or vice versa. Oh, yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about this book is it's, it's for the men and the women. Uh, it is for everybody, any who appreciate erotica. Um, you guys know, you're listeners of the CamQ. You get it. All right, you guys. Hey, I think I'm going to call it. Love ya. See you soon. I'd like to thank the following musical artists. Culprit. Sun Searcher. Yacht. Blocks. Zig Serenata. Avid, Apache, Nine Inch Nails, Good Old Neon, Jennifer Avila, and the feature credit song, Sexy Librarian, by Mike Anderson of Channel 6 News, Not So Late Show. Stupid fish.